Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Buds and Blue Jays. I'm your host, Jesse Burrell, and I am joined by my co-host, Riley McConnell. And Riley, the Blue Jays marched into Fenway Park this week for a tough three-game series against the division rivals, and the Jays took care of business. They won two out of the three games. Game one there, the Jays were in tough. They lost two to one. We did get a home run from Zach Collins. Uh, Yusei Kikuchi did all right. Five innings, three hits, three, uh, three high wins in there, three Ks. Um, th- three hitless innings for the Pens, but the game tying run came across due thanks to two Bobichet errors. Game two was a different story. Uh, we got a home run from Ram Altapia. Uh, Brios bounced back, put a nice quality start together. Vladdy walked three times, and that was the Blue Jays' first win this year without a safe opportunity. So good stuff for the Jays. And game three in the rubber match was led by Kevin Gosman today. He went eight plus innings. We also got a clutch hit from Bobichet and a sack five from Vlad, and we got a gift of a run thanks to the Boston defense. Romano made things interesting in the ninth, but the Jays got things done. And that's a series win for our boys against the Red Sox there. Perfect in the season so far for series wins. It's looking good. Mm-hmm. A little bit different ball, though. If you've watched the first uh, few series in the season, they've been pretty high scoring. We go yeah. to a hitter's, hitter's ballpark in Fenway, and I was blown away by these low-scoring matchups. I think it's great because Barrio's finally working on that ERA. Same with Kikuchi. Same with Gosman. Oh, Gosman. That was that – was, Great performance. Yeah, it was a strange series. I'm glad we got got out of there with two wins. It's always mm-hmm. hard to go uh, go on the road and 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 do that. Win two against the Red Sox, and we did it without scoring an astronomical amount of runs. Our pitching was amazing, as we'll talk yeah. about in this episode. Pitching was everything in these three games for us, and that's that's why we walked out of there um, with two wins and a loss because. Our bullpen, our bullpen was excellent, and we got some quality starts from our starters. Yeah, we knew the Jays would have to pitch really well with the Teoscar Hernandez injury, with the um, with George Springer not playing today after getting hit by a pitch, and with uh, Danny Jansen being hurt. We knew that the pitching staff would have to help carry this team to meet our potential, and boy, did they today. Riley, let's just go right into our three ups, three downs here, and I think we're both in agreement here that we got to give a massive two, if not four thumbs up here for Kevin Gosman and the performance he went today. Uh Eight plus innings pitch, seven hits, no walks, eight Ks, 16 swings and misses. Like the best start the Blue Jays pitcher has had at all this season. And you're like, bravo, Kevin Gosman. Already proven that signing. We knew he was going to be good. Uh, we didn't know what kind of version we were going to get. We talked in first half last year, second half last year. Right. Well, we've got a little mix of both going on right now. But whenever early in the season, when you get a performance like that, that's got to make the manager feel good. That's got to make the team feel good. And that's got to make Kevin Gosman feel oh, good yeah. because that was, that was a great performance. And oh, what'd you say? Eight, eight strikeouts, strikeouts. Eight strikeouts inning. Yep. So that's right along there. I love that number. When you get a strikeout in an inning, that's great. Limiting your hits and the walks too. I was, I was cr- cranky about the walks. And then you have Gosman do the thing he did today and really limiting those base on balls like that. Is well, th- clearly that's the best pitching performance thus far. Kevin but- Gosman hasn't allowed a walk all season, like not once in all three of his starts. Not a single batter has reached base via base on balls. Well, then Kevin Gosman, then the four thumbs up if I could give you that you were <laughs> saying you get it for sure because I've been griping about walks and you know if you go eight eight innings no matter what and don't give up a walk if you go four innings. And yeah. don't give up a walk. That's still successful. Kevin Gosman, definitely the first thumbs up on this one. Bravo. Great to see, especially we needed that after losing Robbie Ray in the offseason. So if Kevin Gosman can keep this up, 
it would be great. He's the first pitcher in Major League Baseball to pitch into the ninth inning so far this year. And also he leads baseball in uh, just swing and miss percentage, or maybe it swings and miss outside of the zone. I don't know. That splitter is nasty and uh, it's working right now. And boy, was that a thing, beautiful thing to watch today. Yeah, dude, Kevin, like we're, we're going to see a lot more of that. The swings and misses like his craft is so good and he's obviously on right now. Um, we needed this Kevin Gosman pickup. He's out playing Robbie Ray this far, this sure far is, into the yep. season. So you know what? Bravo to the front office in Toronto. Bravo to Kevin Gosman. Right, Riley. Who gets your next thumbs up for this series in Fenway? Well, I like the platoon, I like the platoon guys. I think yep. we better give it to Zach Collins. Right. I mean, he yep. launched one. Had um, I think four hits in the in the series, which is. I mean, you're not talking monster series, but for coming in to replace Danny Jansen, um, we obviously are working with, you know, two catchers. Now we were working with two catchers earlier with Jansen and Kirk and moving guys around DH, not DH. <laughs> we had uh, Collins both catch and DH. Yep. Um, so it's important. That's very versatile. If you catchers don't usually DH, obviously catchers, not a hitting position, but the Jays are proving this season that catchers can hit just as well as the first baseman, whether it be Jansen Kirk or now Zach Collins, just launching balls. I think that's awesome. The Jays really needed that. Love that. Yeah. Zach Collins went from guy. We were disgusted to even see to cleanup hitter on this team. Very, very quickly. A uh, big home run in the first game of the series there off Nathan Navaldi. Uh, my third thumbs up here. I'm kind of going to cheat. I'm going to throw three things all together here and make them really quick. First thing I want to mention, we talked about how Vlad Guerrero Jr. was uh, not taking his walks and he was swinging, missing at way too many pitches. Well, he sure shut us up this series. He had, it was on base seven times. He drew four walks. So that was good to see from Vladdy. I do want to talk about uh, Gabriel Moreno, who has made his season debut in Buffalo there, who, by the way, is already hitting over 400 and an OPS over a thousand. So Get, let's get hype for Gabriel Moreno because he is doing what he should be doing in Buffalo so far. And I also want to talk about our bullpen performance, who, um, aside from what Jordan Romano did here in game three, where he struggled a little bit, but still got the save, the bullpen didn't allow a run the rest of the series. And I think we got a little bit of everyone in there. Merriweather had a nice bounce back performance, Trevor Richards, Simber, and all them. So thumbs up from this Blue Jays bullpen, keeping because we saw the bullpen blow so many leads last year. It's good to see that early in this season, that's being a stable force and helping this team get wins. And here I was, to, you know, at the opening opening weekend or first two series in, I'm talking about this might be the worst bullpen in baseball. <laughs> right. You know, obviously they heard that and they're like, well, we better smarten up. So, right. you know what? Our bullpen really was important. It was a key factor. And if it, like, if it weren't for Romano, but you know what? Pitchers give up runs, whatever. Yep. Jordan Romano, shake it off. That's fine. But yeah, our depth guys in the bullpen really coming through for us. And they're not even really depth guys. Our middle guys, those guys that come up seventh inning, eighth inning, they were key for this series win. In mm-hmm. Blue Jays teams past, those are the guys that are blowing leads and the Blue Jays bats are going to have to try to come back. It's so refreshing to see that that isn't happening now. And I think, yeah, that's the main reason we haven't lost a series yet in 2022. Um, Riley, let's move on to our thumbs down here. And I'll get you to take away the first one. Something that disappointed you in that series. Yeah, I was a little disappointed in Bobichet. Obviously, you said he had, um, you know, um, the uh, the bases clearing double he drove in two runs and had an important hit in um in the first game there but Bobichet really hasn't been playing my cup of tea baseball in that in that sense we'll start with his defense first I yeah. I was I've always been skeptical skeptical of Bobichet's defense and two errors in one game just doesn't cut it for me he 
you know, he seemed a little uncomfortable out there at some points. And he's obviously a player that plays with confidence or lack of confidence. If, if, if the case arises, um, he hits well, but when you hit, well, there's a lot more to having a plate appearance than just always hitting the ball, always hitting the ball. He hasn't walked in 54 plate appearances, right. which is, I, I mean, I don't know. I can't run the track on the numbers. I feel like that's a big number. Obviously it goes back to last season. He has not walked this year, mm-hmm. which is a problem. We talked in the off season. We really need Bo Bichette to start taking his walks, to work at better pitches, to swing at, if you really wanted to tap into his elite potential. Now let's not get carried away. It is still early in the season. We're only what four series into the, into the year. I still we're, think we're Bo- 13, ga- 13, 13, 13 games. games. Yeah. I still think Bo Bichette is going to finish with the numbers, at least somewhat similar to what he thought we would get. Um, but going back to his defense there, yeah, the throwing error is magnified because it allowed the base runner who ultimately got on base and ultimately scored for us to lose that game. And we've seen this happen from Bo Bichette in the past. I don't know if you remember the 2020 little two-game playoff series we played in Tropicana Field. Bo Bichette had throwing errors there too. Um, we talked about how Matt Chapman coming is going to help his range, but it hasn't helped with the throwing. And let's not forget, though, in that first game, Bobichet did make an awesome play, running to his right, throwing it right on the dime to get it out. So, yes, he can struggle at times, but he can also make the amazing plays. So, I don't know. It's going to have to be something we're going to have to really watch for. The Jays do seem committed to keeping Bobichet at shortstop when all the talks about, like when they acquired Marcus Semien, for example, like you're playing second base, shortstop belongs to Bobichet, and the same thing with like Jose Ramirez or any other target they tried to acquire in the offseason. So, Blue Jays are going to run with Bo at shortstop. Let's hope it can get better. That's their plan, man. I feel like that's always been their plan. What What's better than having a franchise shortstop, obviously, right? You want his defense to get better. You hope his defense gets better. Um, and I sure, I'm sure it will. Like, obviously, it's one series. And, I'm, you know, it's not for his hitting. The thumbs down isn't for his hitting. It's for the, it's for the couple errors. It's for the, you know, the plate appearances not walking. But other than that, Bobichette was fine, right? It's not a huge thumbs down. It's more or less, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. All right. I, speaking of disappointed, I'm a little disappointed in Charlie Montoyo here today, too. Uh, Kevin Gosman was cruising today. He was at 88 pitches. He went into the ninth inning, and he pulled him. Now, I get it. He wasn't throwing a no-hitter or anything, but, man, you really wanted to see Kevin Gosman go out there and try for that complete game. And I'm a little upset that Montoyo took him out. Yeah, I mean, we have different takes on this. If the, I feel if the game was 5 nothing, it's mm-hmm. easier to keep him in. Um, we're playing the Red Sox in a hitter's-friendly park. Anyone can pop off. Gosman walks a guy, gives up a hit. Really and all of a, sudden, all of a sudden, the situation goes from, oh, we're, we're scoreless, and Gosman's going to give a complete game shutout to, oh, crap, there's two runners in scoring position. I mean, we all want to see guys go complete if someone could go the distance that's great but we're early in the year we're playing conservative ball right now that's the i don't have a problem with that if it was five nothing and he yanked him i'd gripe a little bit at it it. but a three-run lead yeah it's disappointed i mean i guess too romano had been nails all throughout the season he'd been dynamite and I suppose you're right, but I, I don't know. I would have let Gosman try to go out, see if he can get the next batter out. And if he gave up another base runner, then fine, bring in Romano. But tough to see. But at least we're not pulling him uh, like Dave Roberts did when Clayton Kershaw was throwing a perfect game. So could be worse, I suppose. I, I definitely think those are uh, those are two different. There, there's big differences in that. Um, where I would try and get the pitcher the accolade. And I'm sure at one point, you know, Kevin Gosman will throw a complete game for us. Mm-hmm. Just wasn't, it just wasn't the time. I, you know what? I'm not banking that Montoya is going to make too many bad decisions. 
Um, I'm neutral on the on the on pulling them, but we came out with the win. I think that's more yeah. important than an extra inning pitch. Yeah, that's what matters. I want to give a few little quick thumbs down. George Springer got hit in the forum with a pitch to, or in game two, and it looked quite bad. He didn't play in game three here. Uh, he avoided serious injury. Uh, x-rays came back negative, and it seems like it could have been very bad for George Springer, but we got kind of lucky there, so... Whew. And that'll be all right there. I do want to touch on Jose Barrios to start too. He did get a finally a quality start. It looked like he got back on track, but he gave up 11 hard hit balls in this start here. I know a lot of that came in the first inning when he was really struggling, but progress from Jose Barrios, but I don't think he's all the way there yet. So he's going to be someone to keep an eye on here forward. And uh, yeah, anything to add on those? Yeah, uh, Barrios will get better in the warmer months here. Um, I I really feel it. I got I got a lot of eggs in that basket for Jose Barrios, and um, it was a rough start. And I know not a lot of people are uh, people are 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 not buying it. Um, I'm a, I'm buying it though. I still think Barrios is gonna you know come in with a, a very strong numbers come seasoned end. Yeah, and you know it started with the last start. Yes, there was a lot of hard hit balls. But, you know, next start's going to be better. And I bet you his fifth, sixth start, you know, he could look like Gosman out there. It's only a matter of time. I hope so, man. Barrios has done it for so long, for such a long time now, that I really do think he can come through with it. But you just want to see it at some point, you know? Oh, of course. You, like, you know, I don't want to – I don't want – I could be just blowing smoke here. I really don't want to eat my words for it. But I do have a lot of faith in this guy. I, I loved watching when he pitched for the Twins. When we got him, I thought that's a great acquisition. We did – pay it quite a price for him um but the price was right and i feel like he is a future ace for a lot of ball clubs and i want to be the future ace for this toronto blue jays team all right i hope so well that'll conclude our series there with boston the jays are now boarding a plane and are probably on their way right now we're going to houston for what the uh, a lot of preseason makers had the two best teams in the american league going at each other so the blue jays are eight and five first place in the al east Going into Houston, who is six and six on the young season. They're a game and a half back in the AL West. Game one looks like it's going to be Ross Stripling taking the place of Hunjin Ryu in the rotation, going up against Justin Verlander in the first game there. Game two, we'll see Alec Manoa, who's two and oh with a one five ERA, going up against Jose Okidi, who's one and one with an ERA over seven. And game three will feature Yusei Kikuchi with an ERA of three point two four, going up against Luis Garcia, who has an ERA of two point seven nine. So Riley, two heavyweights in the American League going at it in Houston. What are you looking forward to see? Well, what I'm not looking forward to see is, is Verlander potentially chopping us up. He's yeah. no hit the Blue Jays before in the twice. past. I, twice. Twice. Yeah. Twice. Oh, I stand corrected. No, you, sh- you shouldn't have even told me that. <laughs> um, because you say Justin Verlander in that name, it, it, it should drive fear into a lot of, of – it should drive fear into 29 other fan bases is what it should do. If you're not Houston Astro, um, he's, he's a great pitcher. Um, we're coming back with stripling, um, to counter Verlander and you know what, um, paper that might not look good. Um, Ross stripling four or five innings get, or stripling, give us four or five innings. And hopefully our bullpen is just as good. And hopefully we get some good hits, have a couple of well-rounded innings and, you know, come out there with a win. And if not, wouldn't be surprised again, this is going to be a tough series. Um, I'm actually, I'm actually going to go a little off the board and say, if I wouldn't be surprised if we walked out of here with one win, two losses. Yeah. Um, saving grace though, Jose Altuve just went on the 10 day IL. So we won't be seeing Jose Altuve in this series. So maybe if anything, we can get through this Houston offense, but man, this Houston team is so good. It's going to be tough. You got to think on paper, we lose the Verlander one. We win with the Alec Manoa one. And then the series comes then- down to game three and Kukuchi and the boys putting it together. 
yeah I, I, I and i had the same thought i give it i'm a home field guy um playing a series in boston hopping right off going to houston like that third game we've been on the road you think eight days now yeah. and it comes down to we're in the posing ballpark and and houston plays so well at home you yeah. know like i said i'd love to win two, i'd love to win two or three if we win one or three like we shake it off and it, there's nothing wrong with that because I'm sure we won't get blown out in any of these games. I think they're going to be real close games against the Astros. Yeah. The Jays aren't going to win every series for the course of the season. And even if we just take one of these three games, that's still a three and three road trip. That's fine. We'll take that. At least these games aren't divisional games that we're losing here. So I'm with mm-hmm. you. Jays take one, probably lose the other two there. And uh, yeah, so, so that'll do it for our episode here today. Uh, make sure you check out our friends over at Leafs and Lads. I heard they're going to be having a special guest on at some point in the near future. So uh, keep an eye out for that. That should be a fun one there. Um, they're gearing up for the playoffs. So Isaac, Mark, and Dan have you covered over there. Make sure you like and subscribe to our video here. We're really getting this peak here. We're really getting our stride going. So if you've been watching this, make sure you toss a like on there. And follow us on Twitter too at BudsJays. We're just... Posting content, Blue Jay stuff, all fun around. We'll interact with you. And if you want to be a guest on the show, slide into our DMs. We can get you on there too. Uh, anything else to add before we get out of here, Riley? No, man. I think we hit it well, hit our strides well. Um, really going to pay attention to this Astros series, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's, guys are still competing for spots. Um, I don't know if we'll see the same deal of, of power from Collins and Tapia. I hope our big guns step up. I think that's needed in this series. Our big bats need to step up. Obichette hitting some into the Crawford boxes. We're calling it already. I would like that. I think that, like, Houston planned that out. I mean, I feel like they made that for little Altuve. Oh, Just like a T-ball diamond for little Jose. <laughs> I just put him in my pocket and walk away with him. Just kind of want to hold him and pet him. Hey, he's made a hell of a career doing it, so. I can't bash him. Altuve. Like, size-wise, he's, he's a, well, he's a better hitter than I am, and I'm, you know, half a foot taller than him. Yeah, can't can't bash Jose Altuve. I just think it's funny that ballpark with that porch. Yep, well, that's it for us today. Let's go Blue Jays. Thanks, guys.